Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everybody. I can't believe it's August 15th. August is the Sunday scaries for teachers. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. It's okay, though. It's totally fine. Everything's fine because I'm excited for the school year that's coming in. It's a fresh start. So it's. I, know, I understand my two-month vacation is almost over. I'm not complaining, I promise. <laughs> But I can't believe it's already halfway through August. Like, where did the, we're just the year, like 2022. It's already August. What? It's crazy. It's totally crazy, but everything's fine. (laughs) Deep breath, everyone. Everything is fine. And so quick, quick side note. So my apartment um, didn't have air conditioning. And so so we've been like living the fan life. And, you know, at first, because we're thinking, oh, it's like a basement. So it's going to be a lot cooler, which like worked in June and like halfway through July. But then all of a sudden, like, you know, it's mid-July and then August and it's just like 90 degrees out in New York. And it was stifling. And so like, it'd be so funny on like podcast interviews, I'd be sitting there like trying to be like present, but I would just feel sweat just dripping from like my brows to my nose. And I was like, good thing this uh, Zoom filter is on because you would see literally me dripping sweat, which is not cute, not on brand. Um, but we finally recently got a portable air conditioner that we could like put in the window and all those things. Game changer. I feel like a human being Again, because let me tell you, 90 degrees in a basement, 10 out of 10, would not recommend. It's all I'm saying. And now I feel like a human again. And it's so nice to have air conditioning. And it was just like, an, honestly, like a nice perspective shift where like I used to take, obviously, air conditioning for granted because I always had one like in my childhood bedroom. And then I didn't have one here. And now I'm just like super appreciative more. It's crazy. Like the life lessons you learn about living in a stifling basement apartment but here we are. So I'm very grateful to have air conditioning um, right now. So thank you guys for tuning in. Rant is over. Thank you guys for listening, tuning in. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for the support. As always, if you haven't subscribed to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast, it's 99 cents per month. Make sure you do that. You get the Wellness Wednesdays episodes that are ad-free. And then you also have access to the Growth Mindset Gang text group. Um, and I'm shifting over to the WhatsApp instead of Remind. I'm in that transition right now. Um, I'll keep you guys updated on that. I just think it's like easier user use, if you will. So I shall keep you guys um, posted on that. But the Growth Mindset Gang text group um, is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I send out, you know, useful tips um, about mindset. You also have access to talk to me. You can talk to other subscribers that are in the group to build a beautiful and wonderful community. The link to subscribe is in the show notes. The link to the email list where every Sunday I send out helpful resources for mindset, such as podcasts, um, self-development books, meditations, journal prompts, all those wonderful things. Um, that's also linked in the Google form that is in the show notes. 
And we have a wonderful guest coming on today. So if you are interested in becoming a guest on the Growth Mindset Gal podcast, that Google form is also linked in the show notes. So today I have a beautiful, wonderful guest, Miss Halai Farouk. She is a feminine magnetism life coach. She's from California, um, but she currently lives in Miami. And our conversation today is all about connecting to your strong feminine energy and just trusting ourselves again and trusting our intuition and acknowledging the power of female feminine energy. And it was so funny because when we hopped on the Zoom call, um, I lost power for a second. So we had to like hop back on. I lost the internet. It was so crazy. And Halai was like, you know, that's actually kind of, that's a great sign. It's like a nice, like energetic sign that like, we're going to have a really good conversation. And I was like, wow. And everyone, cause I'm freaking out because I, you know, just lost power and jumped off the zoom link, but she brought like a beautiful meaning to it, which I like so appreciate. I thought that was so cool. And I am so excited for you guys to listen to the conversation that I have with Halai. She brings up wonderful tips and routines and strategies just to help us feel grounded as women in our power, to attract wonderful things in our lives, to kind of switch back into living in the feminine energy where we're more cyclic energy you know, because we have our cycles and things like that, where we live in a very masculine based society. And that's why a lot of the times we feel very burnt out all the time, because that's just not how our hormones and our lifestyle works as females. So she gives a wonderful tips on how to just live in beautiful feminine energy, even though we live in a very masculine world. So I think you guys are going to super de-duper enjoy the conversation that I have with Halai. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang. Have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it, but I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely 
confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing. Right? And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone and they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm, your anxiety, and your stress because you guys know we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life and talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash the growth mindset gal. That's better com slash the growth mindset gal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy these services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. guys and welcome back to the growth mindset gal podcast with your host me Allie Brooke I have a wonderful guest with us today Miss Halai so would you like to introduce yourself to the growth mindset gang yeah thank you so much for having me on Uh, my name is Halai and I'm a feminine magnetism coach for women and I love that you're all about just getting women back into themselves so you said you're all about feminine magnetism so do you want to describe what that is yeah, I, I forget that that's like not. I'm. I say it so much that I forget. Right. Like, other don't know. I've what like that never word heard is. of that before. That's like, <laughs> what is that? Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. So the essence of, of feminine magnetism is that innately we have this feminine nature that is driven towards re- receptivity, towards attraction, um, being in vibration of what it is that we desire, and allowing it to come. Magnetism is different than manifestation. The essence of magnetism is that you're able to receive everything that's already available around you. Expansion is in a million little doorways right in front of you, but learning how to unlock that so that it actually shows up in your life. Um, Rather than being so hyper-focused on, here's a list of things that I need to be happy and, and to get what I want, and more so being in this open receptivity space, Um, where expansion shows up for you, opportunities show up for you that are doorways into how you're meant to be serving in this human life. 
I love that because I think when we like think of making goals for ourselves and the type of life that we want to cultivate, we do make that list like, okay, I want to go to this college. I want to get this job. I want to live in this neighborhood. So we're super hyper-focused on this one track that we want to do where I agree with you that we kind of close ourselves off to, okay, like that's a good plan, but there's also different opportunities that we kind of just like blindside and we get tunnel vision for. So we kind of close ourselves off to other opportunities. I think that also has to do a lot with like us carrying a specific identity for ourselves that we can't be maybe more than one thing and be open mm-hmm. to opportunities. Because especially for me and a lot of people who listen, you know, our teachers and their nurses and things like that. And so like, that's our identity. Like, okay, I'm just a nurse. I'm just a teacher. That's all I can be. Like, that's what I went to school for. That's my degree. And then we kind of close ourselves off to maybe other creative opportunities, other sides of our personalities and things like that. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into more of helping, you know, women connect with their feminine magnetism because we, I think our society is in a very like masculine driven world where it's constant productivity, the constant hustle. And I think a lot of people are feeling like that exhaustion from that constant type of lifestyle and that just straightforward, the one path. And if you fail at that one path, then you're just an absolute failure and there's nothing left for you. So then how can women then connect with their own unique feminine magnetism? Yeah, so when when I think of this, it's ultimately just finding your own relationship to spirit. And so the essence of, of how I teach is learning how to connect with your own feminine spirituality. And I, I think that's a really interesting um, just a whole topic that I feel like isn't talked about enough because the way that we view spirituality right now, mainstream spirituality is actually quite masculine. Mm -hmm. Um, It's centered around meditation, which is a stillness practice. It's about emptying the mind and just observing the thoughts. It ultimately is is operating very much in the intellectual space. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas the feminine is in the body. It's the sensations that are happening inside the body. It's the sensuality. It's our emotional guidance system. And not just, uh, you know, dumbing down and just curbing anxiety, but actually saying, okay, what are the emotions that came before the anxiety manifested? What was that guiding me towards? How is that communicating with me? So learning how to actually be in conversation with everything that's happening inside of your body, the consistent cues and messages that you're receiving through your body's language. And so that is the the, the path of feminine spirituality. Mm-hmm. And through the body, we're actually able to communicate with spirit so beautifully. Mm-hmm. And when we have this very unique dialogue with spirit, ultimately all these little signs and the doorways become that much more obvious. When we take a step, we're so much more confident, like, yeah, this is the direction I'm meant to be going. I'm actually fully backed by spirit when I'm making these moves. Um, you know, the money, I'm not chasing money. Money is literally following me with every step that I'm taking in this direction towards my highest self. Mm-hmm. And so it's a completely different mind shift um, because the masculine is more directional. It's purpose-driven. It's a linear progression. And the feminine operates very cyclically. Mm-hmm. So there's constant waves in, in how she exists both every month of her life and as a whole in her entire experiences as a woman. And so with that, if you're able to play with the waves that are happening and honor your entire cyclical experience, you're actually gaining more momentum than if you were on a one track 
um, mode of spirituality. So it's a totally different realm. But once you have your own dialogue, you're so much able, so much more at ease with the things that are showing up for specifically you. Yeah, I honestly couldn't agree more because I think that we're in our heads so much. We're in the mind so much. We're not really too much in our bodies. And that's why I think a lot of us are very, very anxious because we're not trusting. Our body usually knows before our brain does. Mm -hmm. And we always talk about how, you know, your stomach is like your second brain. Your gut is your second brain. And they're like literally connected to each other. So that's why when something, you know, exciting happens, you have the butterflies. When something kind of not okay is happening, you get that weird, like, you know, in your stomach and for some reason we're so like disconnected from trusting what our bodies are trying to tell us so you know you saying like women going back into themselves and going back into your bodies it's like a beautiful experience but for a lot of women it's so like alien you know to us because we're like go mm -hmm. back to our bodies what do you mean I got to get things done I got work to do I got kids to take care of I got schoolwork to do if they're in college so unfortunately we're not, you know, taught how to take time to like reconnect with ourselves. And, you know, I thought it was really interesting that you brought up like how meditation is actually very masculine because in all of like the wellness stuff that I see, meditation is like the number one thing. If you want to, you know, ease your anxiety and things like that, it's, you know, sit with yourself, meditate for five to 10 minutes. And I never realized like, yeah, that is still and you aren't really connected to like your whole body it is just your brain so I thought that was so interesting that you brought it up and I also want to touch on how you said like with the feminine it's very cyclical just like even our bodies and I even started exploring that more um, I learned recently that you should be doing workouts based on the cycle that you're in to really connect mm -hmm. with your body and I was like wow like why did no one tell us this and then it went even further into if only our society, like even our job schedules worked cyclical like women, instead of just constantly doing the regular every day, because that's the masculine, because their hormones start the day, it's a 24 hour, and then they move on to the next day. So what would be some then tips and advice of, to help women then kind of live like cyclically, like depending on like their time of the month and the different weeks, how can a woman like take care of herself in the different types of weeks? Mm. Yeah, so I have like a, an entire program on this that I taught a while ago. Now it's just more self-paced. Mm -hmm. But first of all, if you can notice the shifts that are happening to you with every week within your cycle, you're not just noticing your bleed, but you're noticing when you're ovulating, you're noticing right before your bleed, you notice what happens after and, and just how you're interacting with the world is, is fluctuating. Wow, more power to you, girl, because that is something that so many of us are disconnected from, especially with birth control, you can kind of curb all the symptoms of menstruation. Uh, but with that, you're also losing touch a little bit with the goodness that comes with our cycle and the the surge of um, innovation and commitment, creativity that comes through, as well as there's more of a, an innocence and a playful nature in, in a different phase um, and a purge that's happening when we're actually in our bleed. Mm -hmm. So if you're learning what's what these shifts feel like within the month, um, you can actually play with that. So when you're on your bleed, 
that essentially is, is a death and release. You're, you're letting go of things that are no longer serving you. Your body is actually purging dense energy and it's coming out through through blood. Um, but it's it's also being just released through your pores, the, the pheromones that you're, you're letting out. All of that is, is being infused. So if you can actually bring some consciousness to what's happening in this time. So if you are really aware of what am I actually letting go of this month? What am I no longer going to carry into the next cycle? If it's a certain limiting beliefs, it's an old story, um, a toxic pattern, um, settling in any kind of way, journaling on what it is that you're actually letting go of and have, bring some like genuine awareness to when you're bleeding, like it's literally leaving. The density is leaving your body. Um, so that's something that, that I do every month. And I, I actually get so excited for when I bleed comes because it's like, great, all this shit that's been running through my head that I wish I could get rid of or the voices that are tearing me down, like it's time for that to leave. And it, it now has a doorway that it can get out. Um, if you're in like your ovulation phase, you actually play around with that. Like, what is it that feels like it turns you on? So your body's actually more susceptible to like being turned on in that phase. You're in a creation mode. So if you're more conscious of what are the things that excite you? What do you want to commit to? What do you want to give your energy towards? You have natural momentum to bring it to fruition. Um, so all of that, all, all the different stages have these aspects, but just bringing conscious awareness to what's happening energetically in your body, but what can you do in your mind? Almost bridging the gap between the mind and the body. Right. And I think that's so important to understand because I think there's a big stigma around like when it's women's, you know, it's their time of the month. We get the stigma of, oh, you're cranky, you're nasty, hormonal, like all the things, but it's nothing to like be ashamed of. Your body's just literally going through different stages. That's just how our hormones work. So I love that once you become aware, like you said, just understanding how your body feels at different weeks of the month, because your body literally feels different each week. It's, it's insane once you start paying attention to it. Like I was researching and like your follicular phase, which is right after your period is like when you're like, all right, we're back in action. You're ready to go. You're ready to be productive or ovulation. Yes. The more playful, flirty, creative side than the luteal is the more, okay, we're, we're starting to PMS now. We're starting to, <laughs> starting to relax now. And then when you're actually on your period, that's when you're feeling all the different things. And you're, like you said, you're kind of, you're letting go. And I think that's so important for women to understand is our bodies do like fantastic things like it's kind of insane what our body is able to do like my sister she's pregnant right now she's going to give birth next month and I'm like it's insane that our bodies can literally carry like a human life and like mm -hmm. being like proud and just like t being empowered by the strength of our bodies and I think unfortunately right now like women do they, they feel very detached like I said from the power of our own bodies you know within so I love that you're talking about that there it's okay to feel different things at different times of the mm -hmm. month so then talking about that women unfortunately we have a lot of negative connotations towards our own like self-esteem and how we feel you know about ourselves so with feminine magnetism how can women then kind of detach from the negative toxic patterns you know that come from our family that come from society to kind of be proud and bring them back to their true selves again um, so the first thing that I would say is, is to recognize that it's not like an overnight process. It's a continuous lifelong journey of shedding what we grew up, the, the cultural expectations, parental expectations, societal, and, and overall, we live in more of a patriarchal 
dominated society and so the world isn't designed to fit into the feminine so it's it's about emerging into that version of yourself and through time like finding more of that certainty in the feminine trust in the feminine Um, and it takes time because more than likely I mean if you're, you're listening to this you're probably somebody who thrives off of um, having a good schedule, like your routine, you have probably been very successful to this point because you're a go-getter and you make shit happen. Mm-hmm. But to some degree, if you can actually find a way to create space, to find softness, to play and creativity, um, if you can trust the feminine nature to actually get you to where you want to be, not only faster, but more more artfully more beautifully and and help you manifest things that are beyond what you thought you wanted Um, if you can lean into that part even if it's just for fun even if you don't believe in it yet over time you can soften um, just the wounding that we have around the feminine but it's completely normal and I really want to emphasize this that I think so many women are um, afraid that they're oh I'm just I'm just I think I'm just more masculine I'm just too masculine like I just am this way and they think they're stuck and that maybe like other women or, you know, that what they see on Instagram is a, is this epitome of femininity or, or just a type of woman that they don't resonate with. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone has an ounce of, of feminine power within them that actually is, actually is already existing. You're already doing something uniquely feminine that is, is so perfect for you. It's about finding what that piece is and making it even bigger, making it that much more of how you lead your life and so I, I really encourage anybody who's um, drawn to this that there is a way like whatever you're doing you probably don't realize it but there's something you're doing that is your superpower within your feminine nature I love that because that's how I got into the, even this topic of femininity is me I was like you know I feel very in my masculine because even as a teacher we're always on a routine we're always on a schedule mm-hmm. we have to we have to plan we have to be productive um, unfortunately in the education system there's not really a lot of room for free flow and creativity I mean that's mostly kind of in like more of the arts classes like art and music you can you have a little bit more time to expand on those things but you know I teach social studies so that's where like my brain is always at and I do try and give them time for creativity and stuff like that but most of the jobs that we're in create there's not a lot of room for that creativity or that flow so that's where I felt like very detached like even as a teacher like I love creating lessons and be creative in that way but then all of a sudden they're like no we want you to teach this no we want you to teach it that way so it became like very robotic and Mm -hmm. that's where I started to feel like the burnout in my career where I was like well I can't even be creative and making the lessons that I think would be really effective so I was very very in my masculine I even noticed it even in my relationship where I was a strong independent woman I don't need anybody and I thought that was a really great like attribute to have and then I realized that's not you know that's a good thing but it's actually a little bit of like a wound a little bit because you don't want to count on other people to take care of you so you always are in like that masculine where being in that little bit of the feminine, you should be taken care of a little bit. You know, it's okay to be taken care of. But women right now um, kind of grew up with, especially like millennial women, that generation grew up with, you need to be a strong, independent woman, be a boss, babe, be your own boss, you know, go for everything. And I loved how you talked about in the beginning, how like with femininity, it's about like things are chasing you. You're not chasing it. Like you're letting things come to you. And 
I'm even noticing even kind of in like the dating world that like that's kind of where you see it the most where like no like the women like men come to you right and like you attract them and they pursue like that's how it kind of was and we should kind of really take that into other aspects of our life beyond dating like yes you should make goals and things like that but you also have to like let things also come to you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so how can if some if a woman is very like myself (laughs) if someone is super in their masculine what could be some maybe either routines that they can do or you know journaling prompts they can do or activities that they can do to slowly kind of dip into their femininity a little bit more Mm -hmm. so if you have a routine um I would say scratch that like even for a day, um, I, a big thing that I basically every client that I've worked with, I've mm-hmm. um, had them do this practice where you interrupt your schedule on a day where you probably shouldn't. So instead of, you know, having a free day on Saturday and Sunday, when your nervous system already knows that's when we get to play on a random Wednesday, you're like, you know what, I'm going to say no to everything. I'm going to cut off all obligations, responsibility. I'm going to play hooky for the day and see what happens. Like see what intuitively shows up. I'm not going to force myself to go to workout class or eat the salad. If I don't freaking want to do that, I'm going to give myself 100% permission to do whatever the heck it is that I desire in this moment. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like what we talked about on this before we got on this call about, I don't even know what day it is. Like I, Mm -hmm. to be in that state of losing time and space. So time and space are uh, naturally a, a masculine dominated yeah. mastery mm-hmm. and you know it creates a lot of structure in in the container of our life if you can remove that you can just be kind of within the experience of the day the day is just simply a day and it's nothing more than that and there's no demand that makes it uh, more or less in any direction it simply is whatever you feel called to doing and what's interesting about this practice is that you might find that, you know, let's say you call out of work, you tell everybody like, sorry, I'm not available, check in with you tomorrow. And then there's a moment of just blankness, like what now, what do I do? If I have unlimited potential, do I even know what it is that I want to do? Do I feel like it's okay to do that? Do I give myself that permission? Um, is there some shame or guilt Um all of those feelings are going to start to come up. And I think that is a hundred percent fair and to just be with all the experience shows up, like you gave yourself this full permission. Now what's happening? Are you actually dropping into that experience or is there a part of you that says, this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this, or I don't even know what it is that I want. I don't know how to follow my desires. So that's a really good, uh, just kind of awakening into where you are with your feminine and Wherever you are, it's totally fine. But simply doing that practice is going to be healing. Yeah, I I love that you even said like, yeah, you have a routine, like get rid of it. Like it's okay to even, and that might be really scary for people. Like I love my routine. I'm like, okay, there's no like what ifs in the day if there's a routine. And just do like maybe simple things. Like you said, well, like, okay, you packed a salad for lunch and now you're sitting here and you're like, yeah, I don't want this anymore. Let me go and, you know, go and get lunch. And I am such a proponent of taking days off. Like you said, like, just don't go to work one day. Take a sick day. That's why we, we have sick days for a reason. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, like I used to hate taking sick days. I would feel like you said, like the guilt, the shame of I'm taking a sick day and it would be like, you know, for like, honestly, mental health. I would just, cause I was burnt down. I was like, I need a day. And so I would start, I started getting more comfortable with being like, you know what? 
the day is going to go on. There's going to be a sub there. I'll leave them work and the day will go on. It's okay if I don't go to work that day and just take a day for myself. I noticed like, cause as a teacher, I have the summers off. I do feel my feminine energy heavily more in the summer because I have the freedom to be like, okay, what am I going to do today? Well, what feels right for me today? Do I want to go to the beach? Do I want to hang out with my friends? Do I want to do like a little bit of cleaning? Do I want to do some self-care? Like whatever that it is, I have that choice. And like we said before, I love not knowing what day it is. It's like such a freeing feeling where I'm like, it's today Thursday. I guess it is like, sure. Like why not? Because you have that freedom. So I agree that like, just switch it up once in a while, even maybe if you like have a regular commute, like take a different way home. Like I've done that a few mm -hmm. times where I just like drove a different way home and like I had brand new scenery and it kind of helped me just like relax a little bit and connect um, with my feminine energy a little bit more. And I also even switched up my workouts. I used to be heavily into like, I need to weight train, weight train, weight train. That's all mm -hmm. there's possibility because I played volleyball in college. That's what they always gave us weight training. And then all of a sudden, once I did a little bit more research, they're like, yeah, do weight training, but then also like do a little bit of yoga, do a little bit of Pilates. And since I've been starting to do that, I can feel my feminine energy grow more while I'm at the gym. And at first I'm like, you know, you know how Pilates, they use like a little bit less weight. So I'm using like seven pound weights. And I'm like, I feel like I look so weak doing this, but then you realize like no one cares. Like, I would be like, oh, like, you know, I'm not squatting like, you know, 90 pounds. Everyone's going to think like I'm this weak woman, but everyone's at the gym doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to connect with your body more, if like women, you know, enjoy working out, it's nice to switch up the types of workouts because lifting weights, you're heavily in your masculine energy when you're doing those type of workouts. But once I started doing Pilates, yoga, even bar, it's like been like so nice because it's flowing. There's not really any expectations. You don't have to meet like, um, you know, the certain weight or anything, you just kind of go with it. And I feel actually a lot stronger, like using my body weight now, because it's just the way the movements work. It's been like such a nice feeling to, you know, reconnect with my body in doing um, something like that. Okay. So my next question is, so you're a life coach, right? And so you work with your clients one-on-one, -on -one, right? Mm -hmm. So when a client comes in and they're like, you know what, I feel just really stuck in my masculine. I'm having trouble really connecting with like my intuition and things like that, because even I struggle with it too. And I've spoken to a lot of my friends about it where they feel very anxious that they can't like trust themselves or like, okay, is this my intuition or is this my anxiety? Like that's kind of the struggle of the two. Mm -hmm. So what types of things would you then recommend your clients to then kind of really truly connect with the intuition of really knowing something instead of getting lost in like the anxiety of the mind? Hmm. Um, so I would say intuition shows up so fast. Like it literally like an experience will show up. It's in the first three seconds that you're in the midst of a moment. Um, if something is like lingering throughout the day and you're kind of ruminating back and forth, that's probably something that's more fear-based and, and anxiety essentially. Uh, but intuition just shows up so fast. And if you're not in tune with your body and how that message shows up for you, it's going to be really difficult to, to, to catch that little window of time. Mm -hmm. And so some things that you can do is to practice feeling your intuition in moments where it's pretty low risk and it's something that you're doing so consistently, like you're a muscle that you're building. 
Um, and it could be something like, you know, you you're, you open up the fridge and it's like, all right, do I want uh, iced tea or, you know, some strawberries? Like what, what feels good? And, and just see what your body feels like. What, where, where do you feel pulled to? And, and where's that sensation? Is there something that's happening inside of you that feels drawn to either or? And it sounds probably so like, Come on, Holly, like really. Like, We're going to open the fridge and that's going to fix my problem. <laughs> right, I'm going to open yeah. the fridge and have this like download from the inside of me. But it, actually you will be surprised if you take a breath, you slow down and you just feel that space. You'll, you'll start to have this like sensation of where you're being pulled to. Let's say you get a text from somebody. What happens? Like, is your heart fluttering or like your stomach drops immediately? Feel that and recognize like it, if it's a yes, like, ooh, I'm really excited that I'm hearing from this person or ooh, like I'm nervous or I'm uncomfortable or I'm, I'm this looming feeling. What does that feel like in your body? So consistently checking in and seeing what are these alerts that are showing up inside of your body? And over time, you'll start to learn like, okay, this is the sensation of excitement. This is a sensation of joy. And this is a sensation of like, ooh, something bad is about to happen if I force this, if I keep pushing down this path. And so that, that'll start to just become more and more clear over time. Um, and truly, I'm at the point right now where obviously there's so many things in life that can miss skew our intuition, but that's just part of the journey of life. But truly, I, I can make big life decisions off intuition. I moved to Miami without ever having even visited or seen Miami wow, because really? something in me was telling me like, this feels right. I'm going to do it. Like I just, it feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, and what typically also happens is that a sensation of, oh, it feels right will show up and then things will, will manifest quite easily. Like pieces will fall into place and there's a part of us that will naturally question that like too good to be true like shouldn't be this easy I need to put in more time and effort whatever that story is in your head that has uh, created a disconnect from things showing up with ease and that being the intuitive path so that's another thing that I would recommend that after the intuition follow what's easy like life can be easy you can be really natural the things that you're meant to be doing and that's, that's just that. Yeah. I, I like that you said that, like, when it's intuition, you're going to feel like right away, like this instant sensation where with its anxiety, you're constantly kind of going back and forth. It's a little bit of this, what if, is this the right move and things like that? Because that's like a clear, I can, when you were telling me that thing, I was like thinking of things in my life that I felt like the, oh no, or the, oh yes, like right away. And that's like your intuition where I think that's a beautiful thing. Cause unfortunately a lot of women, for some reason, we don't trust ourselves anymore. And I'm like, where, where did that happen? Where we stopped just trusting, you know, our intuition and things like that, where there's been plenty of times. I think I feel it more like when I meet people, I'm really good with like, being like, oh, this person is great. Or this person ain't it. And I think, um, you know, women feel more comfortable with like understanding if people are good for them or not, but it's like kind of understanding is like life choices, like good for us or not. I think that's where you know, a lot of women get stuck. And so they kind of take like the safe route. Maybe they wanted to start their own business, but that had a lot of risk in it. And now, so they're in a nine to five that they're feeling really burnt out. Cause that was just the, you know, the safe route that wasn't um, making them happy and things like that. So what would you tell, you know, a client if they're like, you know, I don't really know how to trust myself. How do I get back to like trusting myself again? 
Um, so this intuition practice would be a great start um, to just practice using your intuition day to day. Like if you're using it every single morning, you wake up, brushing your teeth, you're deciding, okay, do I want to have a coffee here this morning or do I actually not? Am I just doing it because it's my routine and it feels comfortable and that's what I do every freaking day of my life? Or do I actually have no desire to have it? Or do I want to go out of the house or or take a drive somewhere and, and drink it by, by a river? Maybe that feels most nourishing to me right now so breaking habits like how many things are you doing because you think it's good for you or you just do it all the time versus does this actually feel most nourishing to me in this moment mm -hmm. and if you can follow through with that so let's say you know you wake up in the morning and you don't want to just have your boring household coffee it's like I want to get myself a, a fancy yeah. latte mm -hmm. and and sit by a dock and just watch boats go by and sip on my coffee and be in silence. Maybe that feels really good to you. Um, if you can follow through with that intuitive pull and just let it through completion to sit in the experience, like, wow, this feels so good. I feel so good honoring myself, seeing this experience come to life and being in that moment. I guarantee you something will naturally come forth right after that. An idea will come to you. Um, you'll meet somebody that you've been wanting to connect with, or you'll have this uh, confidence in the decision that you're about to make. Maybe a sign will show up in that moment, but it's through these little portals of following our pleasure mm -hmm. and being in this divine space of intuitive pull that the clarity and the reassurance comes. Mm -hmm. So when we're sitting around like in, in a state of fear, like, okay, well, how am I, how am I supposed to feel comfortable doing what it is that I want to do? Well, in order to get to this like massive state of pleasure, let's say you want to start a business and just have total financial freedom and, mm -hmm. and be living this euphoric life before you can do that, you have to actually give yourself permission to have like a mini pleasure. Mm -hmm. Like, can I just like take a little walk right now and, and, show up to work 30 minutes later and be like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I deserve this. Or um, I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier and create a whole pleasure practice for myself this morning because I want this experience and I deserve to have this much pleasure. Mm -hmm. So it's consistently a practice of opening up your capacity for pleasure, but you need to start somewhere. You need to start experiencing pleasure. And in that pleasure comes the validation and the reassurance. And then you can stretch out to the next level of pleasure. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I encourage everybody is to put yourself in that place because it's that edge, that pleasure edge that is going to give you that sense of reassurance into a bigger risk. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's like, do the baby steps. I really like that you pointed that out. Just if you want to, you know, have a, get a coffee for yourself instead of making it home, like, because that's what you really want. Just go for it. Cause I think people are like, okay, I want to connect with my intuition. I want to connect with my femininity. Like what's the thing I got to do. And then all of a sudden we're like this creative feminine flow. That's like, we've never done before. So I think it's really important that you must like, just take it a day at a time, a moment, even, you know, at a time. And I think it's important too, for women to, give the give ourselves time to practice this femininity like give yourself a moment like you said like maybe wake up a little bit earlier and so you can you know have time to yourself maybe stay up a little bit later so you have time for yourself you know because women constantly feel like they need to be doing things for others I think we're just been conditioned of like you need to be you know the mother you need to be the good sister the good daughter you know the good wife whatever that it is but instead of you know taking care of ourselves, we're constantly always worried about taking care of other people. 
And I think that's where a lot of the burnout comes out. And we're always so worried about, you know, if we do take care of ourselves, what are other people going to think? Like I would feel the guilt and shame of taking off of work because then someone would then have to cover me, you know, for a class. And I remember my boyfriend, Nate was like, why do you care? Just take a day. You don't feel good. You're tired. The world is going to go on. So yeah, maybe people have to cover you, boo-hoo. But you then, you know what? When people are out, don't you have to cover them? Like, it's like that sort of thing where it's, we shouldn't feel guilty when we need to then take care of ourselves or, you know, a lot mm-hmm. certain times for ourselves. So I'm also super big into like having that inner dialogue, like you talked about, like constantly checking in with yourself. So then are there any like journal prompts or like manifestations or like anything like that or like positive affirmations, any kind of word work that you would encourage women to use when they're trying to kind of practice that inner dialogue to have for themselves? Um, so what I have recently been um, sharing is my, I have this like really cute uh, chakra candle set mm-hmm. and you can basically pick whatever like color you find yourself drawn to or maybe you know you can close close your eyes and, and pick one and feel feel into whichever you think that your intuition needs that day and, and I know I have some friends like how they pick oracle cards some mm-hmm. people just like shuffle and just see what comes out like I'm one of those whatever th- falls out of the deck yeah. that's my message uh, but I have other friends that will like place their hand over the deck and just like feel the sensation in their hand of where they're meant to drop down. I'm going to do the same thing with this candle scent. You can kind of play around, close your eyes, pick whatever, or just literally look and say, okay, I'm drawn to this today. And then from there, how can you make the intention of the whole day surrounded by that chakra? So the affirmation that's in associ- association with that chakra, maybe you eat foods that are nourishing for, for that chakra, you're dressed in that way. Um, so you're constantly looking for evidence in your life of, of how you are power or you are willing to be seen or you do have a voice, whatever that is. Um, so that's a really good way of coupling your intuition of whatever your body might need mm-hmm. um, and then implementing in a very directional way. So you decide, OK, here's the intention for the day and I can play with it however I want. So you can, you can actually get creative with with what it is that you eat, what you wear, how you play around within the container of, okay, this is my intention. So that's a really good practice um, of bridging the masculine and feminine. The masculine part being, here's the the chosen chakra that we're putting our energy towards. Mm-hmm. And the feminine part being that, what I want to do within that? How can I play within that space? Mm-hmm. I love that. And do you want to quickly go over then like, what are the, the different chakras? Are there what, seven of them? I could be totally just making up a number, but do you mind just yeah. kind of going through them like super quick? I'm not, I'm not an expert on them at all. And I, I can't, I don't know if I can list them all off right now. It's the sacral chakra, the solar chakra, the uh, excuse me, sacral root chakra, sacral chakra, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. Sure yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, those are, those are, and they all have like different points of like, you know, your body and things like that. So I love that, like, you pick a chakra, and like, for example, like your throat chakra talks about like, you know, you like speaking up for yourself and using your voice and stuff like that. Where if you're like, hey, you know what, I'm going to choose the throat chakra today because I want to, you know, my intention is to speak up for myself mm-hmm. today or whatever that it is, whatever meeting you're at and things like that. Or like, I think it's in the root chakra is more about like grounding yourself. So it's like, you know what. 
I woke up, it's a weekend. I'm going to go, you know, on a hike so I can like immerse myself, you know, in nature. I think it's super important to like set intention for the day. I think a lot of us wake up and we're like, okay, that's the alarm. Okay. This is my outfit. I'm just going to work and kind of like on autopilot a lot of the times Mm -hmm. where when you actually set an intention for the day, just could be one thing, one aspect of the day. It really helps guide you and ground you throughout your day. I remember I was, um, talking to my therapist and I was like, you know what? I feel really anxious when I get up, like this automatic dread when I get up, because I feel like I'm just going through the motions. I'm just waking up, getting ready, going on the train, doing my thing. And she was like, okay, so but like, do you listen to anything, you know, when you get up in the morning? I'm like, no, it's pure silence. Like, it's just, it's just me and my thoughts. Um, and like, you know, when you're getting ready in the morning, it's 6 a.m., it's dark. You're like, all right, let me just do my hair. You're not like, you're on just on autopilot doing things. You're not really intuitively thinking about anything. And she was like, you know what? what could help you like set the intention for the day is maybe listening to positive affirmations, you know, in the morning, you can like easily find that stuff on YouTube and Spotify, Mm -hmm. you know, listening to like mindful meditations in the morning, you know, while you're doing your hair, putting on your makeup. And at first I was like, okay, like, let's see if this works. And so once I started doing that, it didn't make me feel like my energy was a lot more lighter. Cause I would listen Mm -hmm. to like, you know, positive affirmations that are like, you are strong, you are confident, you can take on anything, anything like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can take on the day and I would choose, okay, what am I going to, you know, what am I going to be strong in today? For like example, you know, maybe, you know, I'm going to be strong with um, making sure I don't get like overwhelmed at work if like things happen and stuff like that. And just like setting your intention of what you're going to focus on during the day can completely like help guide you throughout the whole day and make you not feel like you're in this kind of autopilot, you know, Mm -hmm. detachment, disassociation, you know, sort of way, because I mean, honestly, the world's kind of crazy right now. It's been crazy for quite some time for the past, you know, couple of years. And I think that's really taken like a huge toll on like everyone's inner, you know, energy and stuff like that. And people feel, you know, very heavy right now. People feel very anxious and worrisome of what the future is, you know, going to look like. So Mm -hmm. do you have any advice for women that are kind of feeling like very like overwhelmed with life right now and how to just kind of ground themselves back into themselves? Yeah. I mean, uh, something that I will say is the world is probably always going to be crazy. Like she's always going to be going wrong or or being chaotic. Um, So waiting for things to get better or um, allowing that to be any kind of reasoning for, okay, I'm in this state because the state of the world is you're going to be stuck in that for far longer than you would like. So I really encourage you to get support, either receive support from somebody one-on-one or join a women's circle. That's a huge part of the feminine is that we um, thrive in community spaces. So being connected to others and being able to have a shared experience allows us to feel just much more safer. We are able to feel held in that space. And that's when you no longer need to turn to your partner to be the, the fixer, um, to, to make things better, to protect you, that you're able to find that inner masculine within, but in, in safety of a women's group or within a one-on-one space where you're working with somebody to find that place within so that you're not using, you're not um, uh, basically taking full advantage and, and stripping your partner of everything. Yeah, you don't have this toxic bond with them where they you need them to survive. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I would really encourage everybody. Just 
we all need help. Like I, when I don't work with somebody, I'm like, what is going on in my brain? Yeah. Like I'm just ruminating in my own thoughts and mm-hmm. things just stay recycling inside of your body. So just simply saying the words out loud, you will be surprised how much realization comes with just that. Yeah. Um, so definitely speaking it out loud. It allows you to actually even hear back the messiness inside of your mind. Yeah. I love that you bring up that your partner shouldn't like be the fixer for like everything in your life. And you shouldn't be the same for like also your partner. It's very important that like you have your relationship, but then you also have, like you said, like the feminine group, like outside of your relationship, whether it's your friend group, you go see a coach or a therapist, family members, like things like that, because that's a lot of pressure to then, you know, put on someone and vice versa them to put on you. So I definitely agree that like us women, like we're very like, we need to be in a group, in a circle and you feel, you know, so much better. Like today, before we had our meeting today, I actually went over to my friend's house and there was a couple of other friends and we're all teachers. So, you know, we're all talking about how teaching has been and like the next year. And it was like such a nice release because like you said, like you're hearing it like outside of your head. They're also validating it. You you hearing it's validating. They tell their stories. I think it's really important for women to be in whatever kind of community group that it is, whether it's your friends, you're actually in a community group. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a nice group, you know, at work. Like, you know, not all of us are lucky. Sometimes coworkers can be a little bit of a mess, um, but maybe you can find maybe one or two people at work to kind of go through things together. Because even as humans in general, isolating yourself does not we're not good by ourselves that's a human nature we like thrive and being in communities and in groups especially women mm-hmm. and I think what's been happening unfortunately is due to our lives being completely tossed into social media is that it is kind of very isolating and like we kind of scroll by ourselves all the time and we kind of you know get into this like comparison game and things like that which really does take away a lot of our energy because then we're just by ourselves kind of going through like, you know, we scrolled past like a model mm-hmm. that like lives completely somewhere else. Like our lives have nothing to do with each other. And we're trying to like think that attain like that type of life, but it's like two different ways. So when you hang out with real people in real time that are actually living the same life <laughs> that you are, mm-hmm. it's so fulfilling and like, so such a beautiful experience. I also, I always feel better after like I go, you know, out to dinner with friends and things like that. And we just gab and we just have a good time. I also love like coming on, jumping on Zooms with like wonderful guests as yourself and just having like beautiful conversations with like-minded women, just kind of going through these life things together. So I love that you mentioned, you know, doing groups. I think that's super important. And also I go to therapy, which also helped like talking mm-hmm. to a professional um, who's also a woman. So it was like literally a therapist um, program for specifically women. And I was like, I'm sold. This is great. Yeah. Um, so we could talk all day. I loved this conversation. I am so into just, you know, the importance of women connecting to themselves again. So thank you so much for coming on and, you know, sharing your wonderful expertise with the Growth Mindset Gang. So where can people find you, follow you, all those wonderful things? Um, my Instagram is probably the best way to connect with me. Um, it's just halai.co, um, which is also my website. Um, you can kind of get a feel for what I do. I have a couple of self-paced courses, but the majority of my work is one-on-one, which I think everybody at some point in their life needs to be in that one-on-one space because the depth that comes there is, Mm -hmm. so I will probably always be a one-on-one coach uh, just because of how much I believe in this work. I love that. And I thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to put all of your information, your Instagram, your website um, into the show notes so the Growth Mindset Gang can find you. And thank you so much again for joining us today.
Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this wonderful conversation about feminine magnetism that I had with Halai. Um, her Instagram, her website, her coaching sessions are all going to be linked in the show notes. She also has a couple of deals um, for us that are also linked in the show notes for coaching sessions. There's 50% off. We also have access to a free course um, from Halai. So if you're interested in any of her services, everything is going to be linked in the show notes. So if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to share it on your story make sure to tag Halai and I make sure to follow her and make sure to also share this with a friend if you think they're going to enjoy it and make sure to subscribe I feel like I'm, I always tell you like make sure to do this like a teacher but please 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 rate me on Spotify rate subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts, and I'll talk to you guys next week bye Audio Podcast Network.